there is essentially a run on FTX, very similar to what you heard about, you hear about in the past about a bank run, where all of the customers at FTX, not all, but a good number of FTX customers went to FTX, FTX and said, I want my money back. And so as a result, FTX had to go collect all of its loans from other from its own, from the from people Alameda. that correct Alameda Research and other parties, but they and didn't have the funds to cover because FTT's value was doing what? It was decreasing from about twenty-two bucks a share at the beginning of last week. It's now trading at about a about ten fifteen minutes ago, a dollar thirty-five wow. per token. Welcome to Critical Thinking Required, hosted by LBW. This podcast is intended for free thinkers, entrepreneurs, and knowledge seekers. Join us as we discuss relevant financial topics, explore with guests their financial journeys, and engage with experts in industries such as space, media and entertainment, real estate, and many more. Buckle up and enjoy the ride. Welcome to Critical Thinking Required. You're with your hosts, myself, Tim Bickmore, and my colleague, Nathaniel Leach. And today we're going to talk about a little bit of a debacle that's come up as of late. Most people probably have heard, but we're going to speak about FTX. Um, It is a crypto exchange um, that really has come under some serious heat. So we have Nathaniel here to talk a little bit about some of the facts. It's still ongoing. It's still unraveling. We aren't quite sure exactly what's going to happen or what was right, what was wrong, but we can at least give some facts and talk a little bit about it. So Nathaniel, hmm. by all means, what's what is happening at FTX? Thank you, Tim. So to give you some background, uh, FTX was started by crypto entrepreneur Sam Bankman Freed. I think that's how you pronounce his last name. He goes by SBF, for those of you who are crypto savvy. And before he started FTX, which is a cryptocurrency exchange, as Tim mentioned, he actually started a, it was basically a hedge fund, uh, an arbitrage an arbitrage trading firm called Alameda, Alameda Research. And Alameda, I'm going to call it Alameda, was, uh, is the majority owner of FTX. Uh, and there's like a, a, a holding structure between the two, inter-holding structure. So last week, Coindesk issued a report stating that billion on Alameda Research's balance sheet comprised of FTX's cryptocurrency token called FTT. So this caused quite a stir in the the crypto world to the point where uh, Binance, which is a competitor to FTX and, and larger, stated that the FTT that they owned and they were actually not only a competitor, but also an investor in FTX. And as a result of a recent valuation, they received FTT tokens uh, as, as part of the, uh, the, the valuation raise for their some of their shares, about $400 million worth. And their founder, uh, who is known as CZ, stated on Twitter that he was going to sell the FTT because... Uh, based on how much FTT was out there, it looked like Alameda was the largest holder of the FTT. So it was quite uh, an illiquid currency, cryptocurrency. So where the the, the kerfuffle came in 
was that because Alameda was the largest holder of FTT and there was a perceived illiquidity issue, um, there is a theory currently running around that the reason why Alameda had so much FTT was because it was loaned that uh, by FTX. And FTX was able to loan those uh, and, and essentially were to loan them customer funds, FTX's customer funds to Alameda Research. Can we take a pause really quick? And, yeah. Okay. So just to summarize really quick, because there's a lot going on. We got SBF, who owns a hedge fund company. <laughs> SBF also owns the FTX exchange. So Alameda owns part of the, yeah, but they're, they're, they're controlled by SBF. Yes. By the same person. Mm-hmm. And so what had happened is that they had taken money from FTX and loaned it to the hedge fund. Alameda. Yep. Alameda to be able to invest or. to So it's perceived that that was a bailout during the summer of this year when crypto was already going through this huge down cycle and there was a bunch of blow ups at uh, Three Arrows Capital, Voyager, uh, Celsius, uh, Terra Luna. Uh, all of these things were going downhill in the summer of this year. It's surmised that FTX loaned them uh, the customer money to Alameda to bail them out, essentially from their own bad bets uh, with these crypto trades. Got it. Okay. So they made some bad trades in the hedge funds, but then they went to the exchange to be able to get bailed out, which were then perceived as of now customer funds that were used to bail them out. Correct. And it's not so much. So I want to make this clear. As of right now, there is no, it's hard to know if this is illegal. It's kind of like a gray area for many reasons in the sense that um, FTX is registered. It's based out of the Bahamas, so it's not within the U.S. jurisdiction. Um, so there, there's kind of that gray area there. And it, it wasn't necessarily like they took people's money at FTX and they just blatantly gave it to Alameda. It was more about, <clears throat> it's kind of like when you go to a, a broker and you say to the broker, hey, you can loan out my shares. My I own shares of Apple. And I want you to loan out my shares of Apple to people who want to borrow against Apple. And in return, I get basically it's like a loan. So I get interest on that loan from those people who are borrowing against Apple. It's the similar concept with what happened between FTX and their customers. FTX was allowing for their customers to make these kinds of bets where I want to borrow against that. I want to buy along this, but I'm going to borrow against <laughs> you uh, with this collateral, and I'm going to buy more of this token or that token. What FTX did was it took those uh, the customer funds, which were essentially bets on X, Y, and Z, and gave those funds to Alameda to shore them up. And, and so it, it's very convoluted in that sense. And it was basically, it's not so much a, an illiquidity issue that's happening right now. The FTT was illiquid as a, as a whole, but it's more of an insolvency issue where a, as a result of uh, CZ, of Binance, there is essentially a run on FTX, very similar to what you heard about, you hear about in the past about a bank run, where all of the customers at FTX, not all, 
But a good number of FTX customers went to FTX, FTX and said, I want my money back. So they wanted to wrap up all these trades that they had and clear out their, their cryptocurrency or their cash out of FTX and take it out. And so as a result, FTX had to go collect all of its loans from other from its own, from the from people Alameda. that correct Alameda Research and other parties, but they and didn't have the funds to cover because FTT's value was doing what? It was decreasing from about twenty-two bucks a share at the beginning of last week. It's now trading at about a about ten fifteen minutes ago a dollar thirty-five wow. per token. So that five point eight billion dollars in FTT tokens that Alameda had on its balance sheet which was as of June 30th, 2022, by the way, is now significantly less. So there was an insolvency issue. There was a, there was a, a, a party issue where one party could not pay the other because all these other uh, customers were coming to take their money out of FTX. So as a result, uh, what we've recently learned at the, at the end of last week was that uh, SBF had resigned from FTX and also FTX has officially gone into bankruptcy. Uh, some of you may have heard that earlier last week, uh, Binance actually made a non-binding play for FTX, but within 24 hours, they, they pulled out because they instantly saw that there is an approximately, it ranges, a five to $10 billion hole in FTX as a result of this disparity between assets and, and liabilities. Okay. So what was once just to round it out. So uh, at the beginning of last week, or at the, I should say at the last, at the last valuation of FTX, it was valued at $32 billion and SPFs, SBFs net worth or was estimated at about 25, $26 billion, I believe. FTX is now believed to be worth zero if not negative territory. So to summarize <clears throat> this, this interesting uh, debacle that is going on, mm. you had SBF owning a hedge fund mm -hmm. who also then owned FTX, the exchange, the hedge fund made some bets. Mm -hmm. Those bets didn't turn out well. Mm -hmm. They then went and got loan from FTX in order to become solvent in their bad bets. Yep. Now that they, because they had a loan on the books, what happened was there was a run on FTX, which means they needed to go get their money to be able to cover what from, people are getting. From Alameda and other <clears throat> people that they lend it to. Yep. But because Alameda, mm -hmm. the hedge fund, didn't do well, they didn't have any money to give to FTX. Or it was very liquid in FTT tokens. Got it. Which then FTT tokens value was coming down. So essentially the consumer then wasn't going to be able to get paid. A lot of them have up to this date not been able to withdraw all or much of their funds got it wow that's a lot that is very interesting and i mean a good question too is if people listen to our podcast and listen to us um you know do we believe in do we think cryptocurrency is going to go away there's a lot of things that have been happening in the mm. last year with cryptocurrency with mm. the fall of um, the value where we're seeing a lot of leverage that was in the space that is now kind of creating this collapse to a certain degree. Mm -hmm. um, do we think cryptocurrency is going to go away? No. <clears throat> do we think blockchain is going to go away? No. <laughs> but what we really wanted to talk about was that if you're going to play around in this space, you have to make sure you understand 
the mechanics behind the back behind the scenes. Yep. And if you don't, you can very much get burned like you could see at FTX. This also happened obviously with Voyager and other exchanges as well. Mm-hmm. Different circumstances, but kind of similar. Yeah. Um, you just have to pay attention. This is the wild, wild west. There is little regulation. Mm-hmm. As Nathaniel mentioned, FTX was in the Bahamas, right? Which then creates also some legality issues of being able to get your money back. So you just have to pay attention. If you're going to make a bet and you're looking at asymmetric returns, make a bet you can lose and never need that money ever again. Mm-hmm. And if you want to do that, sure, that's something that maybe you could think about. Mm. But you have to pay attention. You have to do the work in order to understand what the risks are really at, not just because someone said, hey, this is pretty cool. You should do it. Um, just you just have to really, really pay attention to it. But it will probably evolve. The industry will probably change. There'll probably be new regulations because of this, because the amount that this may be a fraudulent move, this may create some other issues. Right. We'll have to see how it plays out. But we just want to emphasize that you really need to pay attention in this space mm. um, and, and do and do the and do the background work. Yep. Do your due diligence. It's your money. So, Thanny, thanks for letting us updating us on uh, FTX and and Nathaniel's been you know reading a bunch on it and watching it as it goes because what's really interesting too is people say it's different, but this happens in a lot of asset places. It's, it's not just same. cryptocurrency. It yeah. Is. So, thank you so much for for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and we look forward to talking to you later. Like, like and subscribe. Thank you for taking the time to start your journey of thinking differently and listening to LBW talk about stuff they love. Until next time. The opinions expressed in this program are for general informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual on any specific security, on any specific broker dealer or custodian. It is only intended to provide education about the financial industry to determine which investments, broker, dealer, or custodian may be appropriate for you, consult your financial advisor prior to investing. Any past performance discussed during this program is no guarantee of future results. As always, please remember investing involves risk and possible loss of principal capital. Please seek advice from a licensed professional. All opinions expressed by podcast participants are solely their own and do not reflect the opinion of Leach, Bickmore, and Weiss Wealth Management, LLC. Leach, Bickmore, and Weiss Wealth Management LLC is a registered investment advisor. Advisory services are only offered to clients or prospective clients where Leach, Bickmore, and Weiss Wealth Management LLC and its representatives are properly licensed or exempt from licensure. No advice may be rendered by Leach, Bickmore, and Weiss Wealth Management LLC unless a client service agreement is in place.